Hi there. I am so excited to invite you to attend our fourth annual free virtual special education and advocacy conference. We are hosting it here at Ashley Barlow Company in partnership with Rebecca Poe Teaching. And we are so excited for a few new things at this year's conference. The first new thing is that we have not just one, but two different tracks for attendance. For the first time ever, we have created a track that is specific for school staff and teachers. We also still have that traditional track that we intend to be really great for parents and caregivers in the IEP arena. So yes, we have a teacher track and a parent track. On that teacher track, you are going to learn about things like easier data collection, gestalt language processing, behavior reading, and other super hot topics in special education practice, as well as advocacy. On the teacher and caregiver track, you're going to learn about stress management for caregivers using adaptive books, something that I have really kind of um, dove into here at my own house, inclusion advocacy, advocacy strategies, and so, so much more. That free ticket will give you one pass, one access to one presentation per hour on the track that you choose, either that teacher track or the parent track. Of course, if you are not available on January 19th or January 20th when the conference is taking place, you can buy tickets to access the conference on demand. And those tickets, of course, are available at our website, ashleybarlowco.com backslash conference slash 2024. Check out the website for more information about ticketing. This year, we also have something super exciting planned. We have decided to make this a two-day event. When I partnered with Rebecca Poe Teaching, I told her that I really feel like school districts, disability organizations, and other community organizations need to start providing trainings that are accessible to teachers, related service providers, administrators, parents and caregivers, and other community members that are interested in IEP support. What if we all attended the same training? What if we all learned information about special education practice, curriculum, how to read evaluations, that kind of stuff, about special education advocacy, how we can collaborate more, how we can work together, and even about special education laws. What if we all attended those presentations and we workshopped them together? So together with Rebecca Poteaching, I have created the Empowered Workshop Series, and we are excited to bring it to your organization or school in 2024 and beyond. If you are interested in having Rebecca and I bring a workshop to you, you can see a preview of the Empowered Workshops on January 19th, the Friday before our main conference programming. For more information about that, either send me a DM or check out the website, again, ashleybarlowco.com backslash conference dash 2024. We hope to see you January 19th and or January 20th and can't wait to connect with you. Hi everyone, welcome to the Ashley Barlow Company Podcast. I'm Ashley Barlow, your host. If you are a parent, 
A teacher or someone who works at a school, or you're a community member, a volunteer or a staff member at an organization that supports people with special education plans, a coach, a tutor, or even a grandparent, you're in the right place. Sit back with an ice cold glass of lemonade, put on your walking shoes and grab some headphones, roll down the windows and cruise. Ready, set, go. Educate, advocate, collaborate. Before we get started with today's episode, I am so excited to talk to you about the course that I am launching this month. The ABC course is going to be open for registration on October 15th. This course is called Advocacy, Business, and Concepts in Special Education. I can't wait to tell you about it because so many of you and so many of my clients and friends have said, I want to do what you do. I want to be a special education advocate. And I have dreamed about making a course for special education advocates for years. I've done it and I can't wait to share it with you later this month. Advocacy, Business, and Concepts in Special Education is an online training course that teaches you everything you need to know to get started and to grow as a special education advocate. Advocacy strategies, business development and operation tips, and closer looks at topics in special education content. While everybody else is spinning their wheels, dreaming of a way to actually help students in special education, you'll be making a difference, earning money, and actually controlling your destiny. I can't wait for you to join me in this ABC class, and I really can't wait to share more with you on October 15th. Welcome back to the Special Education Advocacy Podcast with Ashley Barlow. I'm Ashley Barlow, and I'm so happy you're here. Today, we are going to talk about advocates, and most specifically, we're going to talk about how you know when you need to bring an advocate or an attorney to your IEP meeting or involve an advocate or an attorney. Before we get started, if you're watching on YouTube, yes, I'm in a different place. I always tell my clients that I have to work in the disability community because people in the disability community are among the only people that understand how crazy life is. So welcome to my playroom. I'm in my basement. It is currently the only quiet place. And even though I had planned a quiet place to record today, things just didn't happen like they were planned. And so here we are in my basement and I chose about the cleanest background I could choose in my kids' playroom. So today we're going to talk about when we might need an advocate, when we might want to involve an advocate or an attorney, and how we know if it's time to hire an advocate or an attorney. Now the first thing I want to tell you is what I tell clients when they come into my office. Because maybe 50 or 60% of people that come into my office say, I just don't want a lawyer up. I don't want to bring an attorney because I don't want the district to get mad at me. How do I know if it's time for me to involve you, Ashley? And I'm certain that they say the same thing to advocates. In fact, I have tons of friends that are advocates and they report that the same question is asked by about half of potential new clients. 
And what I explain to my clients is, listen, DIY is always hard. I could have brought a visual because my husband, Brandon, has this little red book that my parents bought us when we got married. And it's kind of this DIY book on how to fix things in your house. So right now our disposal doesn't work. And so if your garbage disposal doesn't work, then you can turn to the garbage disposal page and it'll give you a couple of tips and tricks about how to fix the situation. And so oftentimes he's not super um, handy or inclined to be handy. So lots of times if something goes wrong in our house, we will actually get out his little book and we will see if we can figure out how to fix it. But nine times out of 10, we can't fix it. And so what do we do? We hire an expert because an expert plumber is somebody that is trained in fixing the disposal. I am not an expert plumber and I don't know how to fix my disposal, nor does my husband. And so DIY is something that we can try, but when things go south, when things don't work, it's really important to actually bring in an expert. So in special education, what's that look like? Parents are supposed to have meaningful participation. Parents are supposed to be equal partners, equal team members in the IEP process. However, the learning curve for parents is legit. It is significant. And parents have the unfortunate circumstance of caring so much. And sometimes when we care so much, we can't objectively talk about something. We can't do it. it. Our emotions get in the way. And so while we are as parents, I'm a parent too, you know, my little Jack has Down syndrome, while we are supposed to be able to objectively advocate for our children, it is so difficult because we care so much and we see them as something that other people simply can't see. Only you see your child as your child. You, only you can see your child from that parent's perspective, from that lens. And so while we are supposed to participate just like everybody else at the table, we have this kind of different edge about it. Everybody else sees my Jack as Jack and I see him as my little boy and that is a totally different thing. So sometimes we have to bring somebody else in that sees our children as Jack or as your child's name, as a child and not their little boy or their little girl. And my kids will always be my little boys, but you might say my big kid. <laughs> And that's also absolutely okay. So let's talk about when we might bring in an advocate, when we might not want to DIY again. The first thing's easy. When you are at impasse, when you are stuck, so, so to speak, it's a great idea to bring in an attorney or an advocate. So if you have reached some part in discussion with your district and you simply can't reach an agreement, it's a great idea to bring somebody else in. 
And the reason for this is because advocates, they might say the exact same thing that you say, even if they don't change your position at all. What advocates and attorneys do is we are trained in the advocacy part of it and negotiation. And so we can say the words differently. We can reframe your arguments. We can really kind of get into your interests. We can speak the speak of, um, in this case, maybe a school psychologist or a teacher or an administrator or a business leader. We can speak the speak. We can talk the talk. And parents so often aren't equipped to do that. And so sometimes when you are at impasse, what I have to describe to my clients is kind of two talking hands. And I feel like I've done this on a podcast before. But if you make, um, if you pick up your hands and you make them talk to each other like they're shadow puppets, and the district says this, that's your left hand, and you say this, that's your right hand, and the district says this, here goes your left hand again, and you say this, here goes your right hand, well, you're just gonna keep going shadow A, shadow B, shadow A, shadow B, and you're gonna keep saying the same thing. What an advocate or an attorney can do is can come in and reframe it, either make it more objective or really talk about your interests or use some kind of specific negotiation strategy in order to change that dialogue, in order to make those talking heads stop saying the same thing. And so sometimes it's important to bring somebody in just for that kind of impasse situation. The second thing that I think is super important to consider, the second um, thing that could arise that kind of triggers the question, is now the time to hire an attorney or an advocate, is when your emotions are just too strong. This is what made me decide to hire an advocate when my Jack was in preschool. So when my Jack was in preschool, um, I think it was about December, our district um, said to us, well, what do you want to do for kindergarten? We need to start thinking about kindergarten. And the way that meeting went, I could tell that they were thinking about placing Jack in a self-contained, non-inclusive classroom that wasn't even at our home school, it was at a different school. And so throughout the next few months until we had a kindergarten transition meeting, I really tried to kind of lay the foundation for an inclusive IEP once he got to kindergarten. And I really thought it was going okay. I thought that I was laying the foundation. I thought it was okay. And we got to the big meeting, the big kindergarten transition meeting, and man, did it go south quickly. And I remember at the end of the meeting, the special education director said to me, she kind of shrugged and she said, well, I think you have to file due process against us. And I burst into tears. And I said that they brought, I think 19 people to the meeting, if I remember correctly. And I remember saying in front of these 19 people, many of whom were actually my friends, people who had attended my wedding, people who had come to baby showers to celebrate Jack's life or anticipated life, I remember saying to them, I am so sorry that I'm crying. I don't get mad very often and I don't know what to do when I get mad. And so these tears are coming out and I'm snotting all over the place and I was just an absolute mess. 
but it was because my emotions were so strong, all of a sudden I couldn't say anything that was going to change anybody's mind. I am a very strong advocate. I am very good at negotiation. But in that moment, I was so overwhelmed by my anger, by my madness, that I couldn't advocate for my child. And so sometimes we need to bring somebody else in that can be objective. Somebody that is obviously going to get mad, but in a different way than the way that a parent gets mad. Sometimes parents get stuck in these kind of principle-based kind of arguments or principle-based way of addressing their argument. Yes, he needs inclusion because it's right. Instead of looking at the interests that go behind those positions, an attorney or an advocate can come in and bring those interests into the discussion. Another reason that it's helpful when the emotions get so high is because sometimes, quite frankly, parents will say things that they might regret later. Now, I know that, you know, that's kind of an expression. I'm going to say something I'm going to regret. But it's super important in special education to remember that we have relationships to preserve. And in preserving those relationships, it's important that at every meeting, we remember that we have those relationships. And so one little blip on the radar, saying something that you might regret later, can affect a relationship either long-term or at least for a very long amount of time, even if it isn't indefinite. And so it's super duper important to remember that we have to protect those relationships. And sometimes hiring an advocate to say our words for us will help. It's kind of like there's a, a good cop and a bad cop. And you get to be the good, empathetic, emotional mom cop or dad cop or guardian cop. Okay, when else might we want to hire an attorney or an advocate? Number three, you're just so overwhelmed. You might just be tired of it all. I'm right there with you. We have to schedule all of the appointments. We have to get all of the medications. My Jack takes, I, I don't know, I think seven or eight um, prescriptions and they used to all refill on different days. And so I spent probably nine hours a month trying to get prescriptions refilled between calling the pharmacy, calling the doctor to authorize it, calling the insurance companies, plural, calling, um, and then circling back to everybody, going to pick them up. Oh my gosh, just prescriptions was a part-time job. Now we have them on autofill. I don't know why we didn't do that in the beginning. But even setting up the autofill was a lot. And then you gotta set up all the appointments and then you gotta set up all the labs and you've gotta talk to the therapist and the therapist tell you to do stuff so then you have to fill in the therapy and the tutoring. And oh my gosh, it is overwhelming. And all you want to do is to care about whoever's in People Magazine, right? Sometimes we just, I, I always say, I just wanna be a girl. I just want to go get a manicure, or I just wanna to talk to somebody about something that doesn't matter. Sometimes we need somebody else, therefore, to get us organized, to keep us organized, and to keep us on track. 
And so an advocate can be somebody that can keep it all straight as it applies to school, kind of like a tour guide, a concierge for school, if you will. And so you might hire an advocate simply because it makes your life easier. And that is awesome. That is absolutely okay. So you might need somebody to tell you where to go, what to say, how to act next, how to move forward. I remember when I was in law school and we were newly married, I said to my husband, okay, this is taking a lot of time. I'm in law school, I'm working 20 hours a week, I, um, and I need to exercise because as you'll remember, if you've been around here long enough, um, I think exercise is good anyway, but I also have um, four compression fractures in my back and so exercise is a need for me because I have to stay strong. And I said to my husband, I feel like I can either exercise or I can clean my house. And as silly as it is, and as poor as we were, we paid somebody to clean our house when I was in law school because we just couldn't keep up with it all. And so some people feel like, oh, I know it's indulgent or silly for me to hire an advocate, but you can't keep up with it all. And school is so, so important that you might be in the position that you can choose to afford that advocate. I, back in those days, I used to qualify everything as how many Diet Cokes it was gonna cost. A Diet Coke was about 50 cents, and so I remember we used to pay that cleaning lady $40 a week, which is crazy that it was, um, now, now I pay a whole lot more than that, but at $40 a week, I would say, okay, that's 80 Diet Cokes a month. I don't think I can give up Diet Coke. What else can I give up to make this cost worth it? to give me kind of the concierge of cleaning, or in the case of an attorney or an advocate, the concierge of education, that tour guide. Another time that you might want to hire an attorney or an advocate is if you have an issue that is particularly nuanced or specific. I have a client, for example, who is a speech language pathologist who specializes in dyslexia intervention. She approaches dyslexia from the language side of it. She, she really looks at that phonological processing and other language pieces to specific learning disorders, specifically dyslexia. She has done a lot of advocacy work for her clients too because she really, really understands the way that their particular profiles impact their ability to access language and reading. And so this person is very, very specialized, a very nuanced issue. If you have something that is that nuanced, that is that specific, you might want to find an attorney or an advocate that has handled a case like that, or maybe even specializes in cases like that, or is very good in cases like that. You might find somebody through a network, a parent support group, or um, an agency that supports people that are on IEPs that is really good at that particular issue, who is really good at inclusion, who is really good at fill in the blank. If you find somebody like that, it might make all the difference in the outcome that you get for your child at school. 
So those are four reasons that you might want to hire an attorney or an advocate in your case. Before we sign off, I do want to say that there are plenty of places in our country, it's usually pretty regional, where people wouldn't dream of going to an IEP meeting or a 504 meeting without an attorney or an advocate. So if you live in one of those regions, you are probably thinking, why would I not go to a meeting without an advocate or an attorney? But I hope giving you those couple of ideas might help you to strengthen your relationship and to utilize your advocate to your advocate's fullest potential and to the relationship's fullest potential. You might be wondering where do I find an advocate? I think there are two wonderful resources. The Council of Parents, Attorneys, and Advocates, we call that COPA in the special education world. C-O-P-A-A is the acronym. COPA has a wonderful list of advocates that are available in states. All of the COPA um, members are listed in their, um, in their list, and that's a wonderful place to look. And also, I have referred you to Wright's Law so many times. I had Pete Wright here on the podcast. He is an incredible attorney and advocate, and he runs rightslaw.com, which is spelled W R. I-G-H-T-S-L-A-W.com. On Rights Law, there is a Yellow Pages for Kids directory, and you can search um, for attorneys and advocates on that as well. So those are two places where you can find attorneys and advocates. I hope that's helpful. I will see you next week, same time, same place.